Hi guys, hope everyone is well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. So in this episode, I'm going to dive into why you're not losing weight. So as the title suggests, I'm going to dive into the pitfalls of why I think people don't reach their weight loss goals. So the first thing I want to talk about is eating healthy. So eating healthy is very different from eating low calorie foods. So in order to lose weight, you need to burn more calories than you're currently eating. If you want to know know more about that, visit the How to Set Up a Diet podcast where I dive into how to set up a diet for you to reach your goals and how exactly you should be eating and what amount of calories you should be eating. So eating healthy can... You can eat healthy and still eat a good like 4,500 calories. That's what I'm doing now. I think 90% of my diet people would class it as healthy, maybe more, probably all of it really, but I'm eating 4,500 calories and if the vast majority of the population done that, they'd probably gain quite a lot of weight, so that's obviously not what you're after. So a good example is like avocados, nuts, things like that. You could say, oh they're healthy foods but they are really high in calories, whereas you could probably eat something that's quote unquote unhealthy, but you'd be eating much less calories if that makes sense so this is why I advise tracking I know tracking is not enjoyable you don't want to do it it's a pain in the arse to get into but if you have experience tracking you can then be aware of what foods are high in calorie what foods are low in calorie so that after you're tracking you can have the nutritional knowledge to do it without tracking basically and know how to lose weight effectively, what foods are good to eat, what foods aren't that great to eat. Uh, yeah, like I said, I appreciate it. it is a bit annoying, but also let you know what foods are high in protein, fats, carbohydrates, and just gives you, like I said, nutritional knowledge, which is very valuable for life as a whole. And uh, I advise at least doing it for like a, a couple months, because then if you're using something like MyFitnessPal, which is like a nutritional tracking app, you can see exactly how much calories is in each food and from this when you step away from tracking you can just use it to influence your daily nutritional habits for example if you've been tracking for a while and you know what foods are high in low calories let's say you then want to gain weight you can just make an effort of eating foods a wee bit higher in calories and just basically eat into the sense of fullness whereas if you're trying to lose weight it's quite hard to do so if you've not got experience tracking at all. So yeah, I always recommend tracking. I know, like I said, it's not something you want in the long term, but it's something that's definitely very, very, very valuable. And it will save you basically pissing in the wind. What I mean by this is just wasting your time trying to lose weight and just not getting to your goals, if that makes sense. And as for my next point, it's not exercising. So... Just like how you limit how much calories you eat to lose weight, it makes sense to keep an eye and keep consistent the calories you're burning. So the more calories you burn, the more calories you eat while still losing weight, if that makes sense. Does this mean burn as much calories as possible during exercise? No, but it's definitely something you should utilise. So the two points I'm going to go into about not exercising is steps and weight training. So... The reason why you want to probably have a step goal which is really really valuable is one it's not that taxing for example it's not that mentally or physically draining having to go a walk whereas if you're 
signing yourself up for like doing a run every day it's a bit more effort when you're tired you might not want to do it and secondly if you track your steps daily and you have a step goal it means you'll consistently burn a decent amount of calories and a similar amount of calories daily because why would you track how much calories you're eating and keep them consistent if you're not tracking how much calories you're burning so this means you could be eating enough calories to gain weight one day and then next day you'll be eating enough to lose weight if that makes sense so if you're tracking them every day it makes sense to also track your steps just to keep you in a calorie deficit or in other words to keep you consistently losing weight next is weight training so i'm a big advocate of weight training not even if you're wanting to build muscle if you're wanting to lose body fat it is extremely valuable and most of the time when people want to lose body fat is to improve their appearance and guess what weight training does improve your appearance so if you're training to build muscle if you build muscle it usually makes you look more toned and they uh, just look leaner actually yeah just look leaner and toned so i always advise people do that it gives everyone like more shape if that makes sense so regardless if you want to if your goal is to build muscle if you want to lose weight i'd recommend doing it strongly and uh, another reason why you may want to weight train is because your your body's like a car if the bigger engine you've got the more calories you'll burn and what i mean by this is if you are let's say you're 60 kilos and you've not got a lot of muscle or like myself you're 90 kilos and you've got another amount of muscle the 90 kilo person will burn more calories on a daily basis because they've got more muscle muscle requires calories to maintain muscle if that makes sense so it means basically like the car analogy your engine will be bigger so you'll require more fuel on a daily basis so that means if you build an alright amount of muscle, you can get away with eating more calories on a daily basis while still maintaining weight and also looking leaner, looking more toned, having more shape to your body and so on and so on. And it's, it's really not sustainable trying to eat low calories all the time if you're trying to lose weight. So if you yeah, manage to like if you manage or just maintaining a like low level of body fat but if you weight train like i said your calories you burn on a daily basis will go up so if you manage to do that you'll continuously be able to eat more calories and as a result it will make losing weight and maintaining your weight much much more sustainable so yeah strongly recommend you weight train it doesn't have to be six times a week, even doing it like twice a week's better than nothing. But I definitely make a point from doing so. So unlike like cardio, when you do cardio, you're just burning calories. You don't you don't increase how much calories you'll burn tomorrow or the next day or the next week. Whereas if you build muscle, you'll literally burn more calories the following week if you manage to build muscle, if that makes sense. Because like I said, you'll have a bigger fuel tank and more demand for calories so you'll be able to eat more and maintain weight or lose weight eating more if that makes sense so yeah that's why i'd always recommend just doing weight training for your first source of exercise because like i said yeah cardio you might burn more calories in the moment but long term you're only like you're only burning calories that day which isn't very great and uh, a good example of it is like when you look at 
who the leanest athletes are and who are able to get that lean as bodybuilders. So bodybuilders are able to get extremely lean and they've got a lot of muscle which helps them get that lean. So obviously a bit of an extreme analogy but I think you get the point. The more muscle you have the easier it is to get a lean physique. And the next thing that I think people mess up on is tracking accuracy. So when trying to track your nutrition, unless you're eating the same thing every single day, sometimes people's accuracy can fail. So it is sometimes really hard to be accurate with your food, especially when eating out and doing things like that. But just in general, like if you're, let's say you're making a sandwich, let's say you put peanut butter on it or you're putting peanut butter in your porridge, if you just like gauge what uh, one serving is if you just like get a knife's worth sometimes you can literally get double the amount of calories on a knife if that makes sense so it's a really really good idea to weigh your food just so you have experience knowing how much food is a certain amount of calories and two so it's accurate because like doubling your peanut butter by accident that could be like an extra 200 calories in your diet if that makes sense each day which could be the difference from losing weight or maintaining weight so that's something that I strongly recommend doing with a uh, somewhat all your nutrition for a bit obviously if you're eating an apple you don't have to weigh your apple it's a bit overboard but same with like sauces things like that they all add up so if you're adding sauces in your diet they could be hidden calories sneaking in your diet so you could think oh I'm eating 2000 calories but if you're having sauce let's say for two meals a day that could be an extra 300 calories just there alone from sauce so like I said, that could be the difference from making progress and not making progress. So make sure every single thing in your diet, you're accounting for. If it's just a wee wee biscuit you're having at lunch or a bit of dark chocolate or whatever, just make sure you're accounting for it. And the next point I'm going to go over is people just flushing their progress down the drain on the weekend. So I am one who's more than happy for for my clients to have balance, for my clients to go out and obviously have a good time drinking that but it's something you should be mindful of when you're trying to lose weight so I'll put a post on Instagram similar to what I'm going to discuss so everyone, I feel like every, no one wants to sacrifice anything when reaching their goals because you get a lot of like online coaches and just people on Instagram and people who are trying to promote their business saying uh, so-and-so, let's say John managed to lose £10 while eating out, drinking and maintaining a social life and yeah that's true, it's possible but you need to you need to do it to a certain extent so you can't just drink all the time let's say if you're drinking three times a week you're going out twice a week for food and then you're eating healthy the rest of the time you're just gonna, you're shooting yourself in the foot you're making it so much harder for yourself so yes you can still make progress while drinking now and then, but it's to an, to an extent. So just just be mindful of it because, yes, like I said, you can make progress, but it is going to limit you a lot because there's a ton of calories in drink. For example, like in a known like a 35 of vodka or 350ml of vodka, there is like 700 calories, which is quite a lot. So... That's what I recommend to my clients actually, so if you drink regularly and you're looking to lose weight, if you want a drink recommendation, you, probably your best option is a spirit and a like zero sugar drink, so something like a vodka and diet 
coke or lemonade or something like that. That's probably your best bet with like the lowest amount of calories in it. So as well as ruining progress on your weekend, something you could do is just factor in what you're doing on the weekend during the week. For example, if you're planning on drinking or having a meal out on the weekend, let's say you plan on going over your calories by let's say 700 so you're having around a 35 of vodka or 350 ml of vodka you can then just take away 100 calories per day of what you're planning on eating and then that's substituted in yes you might be a bit hungrier during the week but it means you can still enjoy having a drink on the weekend without ruining your progress but like i said if you're doing this three days in the weekend and eating out getting a takeaway on your way home you're just going to make it really 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 hard for yourself so just be mindful of it, like I said. So an- another thing that I think disrupts people's progress on the weekend is when they do go out, it's really hard for them to get back on plan after. So let's say you go out, you drink, you're hungover, you feel rubbish the next day, you order or you have a fry up in that because you feel hungover, then you're probably going to go over your calories that day or you might go over your calories after eating more the night before and going over your calories the night before. And then they struggle to get back into the swing of things. So... My biggest recommendation is just try and get back to it like rapid. So try and just flip the switch the next morning just think back on plan. Because most of the time, I've said this before, drinking doesn't ruin the progress. It's what happens after you drink when you ruin the progress. If uh, like you don't eat well or you don't train, you miss the gym, you don't get your steps in, so on and so on. So yeah, just be mindful of that as well. So it's not just being hungover that's a problem or drinking that's a problem it's the effects it has and the next thing that i believe holds people back is not spending time building their calories up so in order to lose weight you don't want to be in something like let's say a thousand calories a day because that's a really really low amount of calories and due to this it's going to be really hard to stick to compared to eating three thousand calories a day because you'll be much hungrier eating one thousand calories you won't be able to eat a lot of food Let's say if you go for a big meal out, that's over a thousand calories already. So, and due to this, I think it's beneficial to just spend time building your calories up. So, this is done by like going on a slow gaining phase, if that makes sense. So, slowly, like weight training, eating more calories when your weight doesn't rise, and just building your calorie consumption up. So, this is what I've done with a couple of my clients. So next time they go down to diet, it'll be so easy because they're on much higher calories. So I think a good example is my client Ryan. I believe we finished his diet on something like 1,600 calories for, that was only a couple of weeks, but it is pretty low. And I wouldn't want to push him much lower. But now I think we've built them up to 2,800 calories. So next time he goes to the diet, we can like take 300 calories off and he'll be on 2,500 calories, which is a lot of calories to diet on for him. And then when he stalls, we've still got room to drop his calories from there. So, yeah, I recommend always trying to spend time building your calories up because your metabolism adapts to whatever you do. So if you're constantly dieting down, dieting down, then your body's going to adapt to it. So your calorie maintenance or your maintenance calories will just get lower and lower and lower. What I mean by this is the amount of calories that you need to eat to maintain weight will just drop and just keep dropping and dropping. So then you'll be stuck on a really low amount of calories. If you lose weight, you'll have to go even lower and it'll be really, really hard to stick to it. So that's something I'd definitely avoid if you're looking to lose weight. 
So sometimes it might sound counterproductive to your goal, but even spending time in a surplus will help your dieting phase run smoother and help improve your appearance when you're dieting. And sometimes even being in a surplus, you look better, you look leaner. So I've had this with a few of my clients as well. Like, uh, and myself actually, so when they finish their, like, if they finish the diet with me, they they look they look quite lean, yes, but when they get into a calorie surplus for a few weeks, they're training, they're eating to support the training, they just look much bigger, much more toned. Their appearance improves a, improves a lot within a few weeks. So don't even don't just associate scale weight with how good you look because it doesn't matter what you weigh in the scales. It's just a tool. So if you look better, you feel better, you've got more energy when you're a wee bit heavier then that's completely fine. So my next point is adherence. So I think, well, this is basically the main thing that holds people back from sticking to a diet, people not being able to stick to it. So a few things that I believe might cause it to be quite hard to stick to is being restrictive. So if you're eliminating a lot of foods and you're only eating, let's say, really healthy foods, so let's say you're eating chicken, rice and broccoli five times a day, Bit of an exaggeration, but you get the drift. So what happens if you're going out for a meal, there's no chicken, rice and broccoli? You're, you're going to have to, quote-unquote, cheat on your diet. So you'll have that mentality if you only, like, sent yourself to eating a certain food. You'll think, oh, my diet's ruined now. So you don't have to restrict yourself if you're dieting. You can eat basically whatever you want and lose weight. So just try and get that in your head, but... That doesn't mean you should eat whatever you want and lose weight because you'll probably be much, much more fuller eating something like like an apple, an orange, banana, than you will eating like one chocolate bar, for example. And another good example is like Ben and Jerry's. If you eat a tub of that, that's like a thousand calories. Whereas for that you could eat you could probably have like your breakfast and lunch. You could probably have like breakfast as like porridge oats, you could have mixed berries, something like that, and then like an orange with that, and for lunch you could have maybe like a chicken salad with like croquettes or like a sandwich, and that wouldn't even be over a thousand calories, so just be mindful of what food choices you have. Yes, you might enjoy Ben and Jerry's, but if it means then you've got no calories for the rest of your day and it's really hard to stick to and it doesn't fill you up, then it might be better just leaving that food for when your diet is done because if you're extremely hungry and you just crave more food you're just shooting yourself in the foot so next going on to that is hunger so i just basically commented on that focus on having high volume foods so these are foods like vegetables uh, like maybe like rice cakes some rices uh, you could argue some potato because they're usually low in calorie and they fill you up and same with fruit, I don't know if I mentioned fruit, but vegetables and fruit, yes. So, yeah, just fill your fill your uh, diet with that. When you get used to tracking, you'll be able to find out what foods are higher in calories and what foods are low in calories. So, again, that's why I recommend tracking for a wee while. And it will help you work this out and be able to put that into your diet. Another good option is something like Greek yogurt. That's nice with, like, protein and then uh, maybe some fruit in it as well. So, yeah, just bear that in mind. And third is enjoyment. So if you don't enjoy your diet, it's going to be really, really hard to stick to, regardless if you're trying to lose weight or not. So make sure you are incorporating foods you enjoy. So 
like I said, probably not a good idea to eat Ben and Jerry's. It's probably just going to be really hard to stick to your diet. But that doesn't mean you need to eat plain, bland foods that you don't like. It's definitely a balancing act. So if you want an odd bit of dark chocolate here and there, or if you want some Nutella in your porridge, have at it. Just make sure it's in moderation and you're taking it into account when tracking your calories and you're still hitting your calorie goal. So, uh, yeah, like I said, it's a balancing act between having your diet enjoyable but having your diet pretty low in calories, having foods that fill you up because you, most of the time, foods that are really tasty are ones that don't fill you up, if that makes sense. So, yeah, most of the time, that's a case which is sad but true. And, uh, yeah, so that's all the tips I'm giving you today. Hope you found something valuable from this. If you're looking to get more information of how to set up a diet if you're looking to lose body fat, I've got another episode called How to Set Up Your Diet. And this will teach you how to work out what calories you should be eating on a daily basis if you're looking to lose weight or gain weight. So, yeah, definitely advise you checking that out if you want to. And uh, if you want any help, in terms of setting up a diet or that, just drop me a message and I'll happily help you. I, but yeah, hope you enjoyed the episode. Any suggestions, just give me a shout. And uh, please like, subscribe, whatever you're watching it on. Leave me a review and it would be greatly appreciated. And I'll see you in the next one.